Welcome back to the Sneaker Onyx podcast with me, Danny, aka at Roy Senior, my good friend Dan, aka at Dan underscore Squire. Good evening, Daniel. Evening. And also Mary Poppins, Queen of Croydon, our very good friend Tess at Wavy TMJ. Got it right this week. Good evening, Tess. Hello. Only half a bottle of wine in. There's a lovely bottle of red. Thank you very much. There was a slight delay there, so I wondered if your AirPods had just stopped working as we've just tried to connect to this podcast. No, I'm slightly pissed. Oh, you're slightly pissed. Is that why you're wearing football <laughs> shorts and a vest? Because I'm hot. Are you still there? Can you hear me? <laughs> you actually just disappeared for a second there. Can you hear me? Yes. I think it's going to be one of those podcasts tonight with me and Danny watching football, test half a bottle of wine in. Might take a bit of time to get going. It's going to be an interesting one as uh, France are playing Germany on in the background. I'm not going to lie. Um, but yeah, yes, I uh, keep on seeing the side of your face. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. That's my Instagram pose anyway. I don't ever do a full straight on it. It's always a bit of a side face. I think. Um, anyway, uh, we had a good, obviously, uh, sorry, the last week we couldn't uh, actually connect to do a podcast. We were all very, very busy. Um, so apologies to everyone who expects the podcast every Thursday. We do try and get one out every Thursday, but it's not always possible in our busy lives that we lead. Um, so how's the last fortnight been? Uh, let's start with uh, Tess for a change. How's your fortnight been? Oh, it's actually been very good, but I can't talk about why. But yeah, it's been lots of exciting opportunities happening and we'll just leave it at that and i can't wait to see you guys in a couple of weeks i'm thinking about that at the moment well there is there is an exciting opportunity coming up in uh is it two weeks time roughly two weeks time yeah 28th yeah 27th but close don't come on the 28th because we won't Lovely. be there um that's one of the two it's one of them yeah dan how's uh how's the start just, of euros been for you start of euros has been amazing isn't summer just better when there's a football tournament on? <laughs> Sun's out, footy's on. What a time! Because not usually it's the weather forecast that uh, makes you feel good. But if we put the football, so what, what? How are we feeling when the football's on and it's raining? How do you feel about that? Oh, I, if it's the Euros or the World Cup, it doesn't matter what's happening outside. Right. Okay. Chances are, I'm just going to be sat in my pants in the living room. <laughs> <laughs> Are you sat in your pants in your living room? I mean, maybe. Oh. <laughs> well, thank God the last time we got together, you were topless, mister. Oh, was I in the garden topless? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Sorry about that, yeah. I'm not topless Let's today. keep this PG, thank you. Absolutely. Uh, so, yeah, anyway, welcome back to the podcast. Um, we've, like I say, we try and do it as much as possible. Uh, and, I, and I'm still watching France versus Germany as it goes on. But uh, have we got any trainer pickups last couple of weeks, people? Have we got anything? No. We had some success, didn't we, Danny? And a bit of a letdown. So got the win on the fragments. Thank you once again for your Danny Royston takes no L's. I mean, Even I, obviously, a, obviously, a joke, no, can I say? No, you. A double double W, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I do Look, like to joke and troll people. Shame on Foot Patrol. Never sent the pair, did they? No. To be fair, the guys at Foot Patrol, I did ring them back up 
and they were very apologetic. And I think if we hadn't won a pair of sneakers as well, I think we might have been able to have a bit of scope to do something a bit more. But I was like, just give me my money back and, uh, and we'll, we'll sign all of that. It's, it's fine. It is what it is. But yeah, it's very frustrating. But you got a pair and that's all. As long as you get one pair, that's all that matters. And that's all that matters. So all that matters. any pickups for you, Tess? No, not, nothing apart from the P-Rods, but I'm going to tell you, because I've been drinking. I'm watching you two guys looking in completely different directions at the football. I'm the one that's been drinking. I should be slow, but you two, I swear, are definitely in the slow line this evening. Come on. Your, your eyes are looking in different directions, though, so does that count? No, because no, nobody can see that. And are you not impressed by any multitasking here? That is not multitasking. I mean, I mean, if you want to ask the girlfriend, <laughs> this 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 level of multitasking is beyond any other level of multitasking that I I can do normally. So, so be grateful for that. Um, so P rods, yeah. Have we? Did you have the P rods the last time that we did the podcast, or did they come post podcast? I don't think they had arrived then. No, I don't. No, think you had I. you had the win, but you hadn't sent them yet, Danny. Yeah, so they got came through and. I feel a little bit. Uh, I feel a bit sorry for you, Dan, because Tess did get a little present in her uh, P rod delivery. Um, I expected you to wear it actually on the next podcast, and you're not. You sat there in like a, a little vest top, which I suppose is quite warm down in London. But you did get a little uh, a annex T-shirt, didn't you? I did. In your yeah. Can't remember what it. You can't remember where you put it. That well. Uh, that just I'll, says, I'll right. find it for next time. Oh, I'll find it for next God. time. <laughs> oh, hold on. You did tell me it was an accidental order. No, no, no. There were samples. So the samples came in small and mediums. So that's why Dan doesn't have one, because Dan's a little bit bigger than a small or medium. Um, and the, the small one's even too small for me. So I thought I'd give it to the little person down in London instead. It's perfect. I can't wait to wear it when we do meet up. Oh my God, please don't. Uh, right, anyway, on to trainers and sneakers. Uh, Dan, yes. And Mbappe has just scored. 2-0. Have we got any news this week? We have, we've got plenty of news this week, Danny. I mean, not, not loads, but interesting news. Yeah. And I think the biggest story this week has definitely been it's been teased for a while, but Virgil releasing images of the 50. So 50, I say this loosely, different dunks. All, are they coming out at the same time? They're all being released together. How many of each one? Who knows? But, you know, 49 of them are pretty similar. <laughs> what? <the laughs> <fuck? sighs> Tess, do you want to go first on this one, being our resident? Well, okay, so obviously we've got, it's 50 states, so that's that's what I picked up. I must admit I've been off trainers for a bit, but what I did pick up is they represent the 50 states, and that's why there's so many of them. Personally, oh, I don't like the string bit, and it's a bit of tabbing. I, I get it, but it, it almost feels like a children's toy, toy where you can buy the hat 
and the matching bag it, it kind of feels like that you could just it's just going to match whatever you're going to wear no no I'm not, I'm not feeling it i must admit no. there's Dan, nothing there you, for me Dan, what we're saying you, you know what it's i don't want to be too negative about it because i don't think it's a bad shoe i don't like his strings over the dunks i didn't like it last time he did it either but for people who like that, this isn't a bad shoe. I just don't think there's any need for 50 of them. And I think, how can you choose the one that you like out of it? Unless you like the Black Bay, you know, like, yeah. it's, it's just too many. And I think the fact that there's 50, it's almost as if he's gone onto Nike ID and every time he's changed an option, he's just saved Same. his thing. It's just too much. And I think it kind of ruins the shoe altogether. Because it's almost like he couldn't even pick a favourite. Yeah, it just seems... But then maybe, like... maybe it's more about getting more people to be able to own a pair. I mean, less of the elitist side and more of a, I get a choice, I get the shoe. And you know, like you said, it is a solid shoe. But maybe it, it is about more people kind of going, oh, I like that because it's got a bit of blue or a bit of green or whatever. And it's it's less of this sort of height niche place but more of it it's moving into a gr in that respect because there's if, so many of them yeah certainly if they make enough of them but then at the same time you could have made one or two or three or four really great shoes and done the same volume but in one model and that's where i, I don't know for me it's, it's just a bit a bit much having 50 different shoes when if they're going to be made in a decent quantity i'd rather see 50 different people will get the chance to do a shoe. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm not bothered for these whatsoever. I kind of get the Yeezys for everyone kind of stands potentially that everybody can have them, but I feel like there's so many people into trainers at the minute that no matter how many off-white dunks are going to get made, they're still going to get completely swept up. They're not going to sit on shelves everywhere or, or, or anywhere, should I say. So, and yeah, they're just not for me. At all. Killing off white, killing dunks, all in one fell swoop. You can't kill dunks. It's a classic. No, you can't. Like you can't kill you know. Well, like killing dunk, 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 the current dunk hype then, should I say. Because it's never been so hot. Like a regular dunk has never been so hot as it is at the minute. Yeah, definitely. I think that's one of the surprises for this year, for me so far, that we knew that obviously dunks at the start of the year were quite hard to get hold of they were in the top accounts and we knew that this year they'd go to places like JD and ASOS and Office and they're still hard to get and I did think that once stores reopened there would be dunks sat on shelves because they were doing so many of them yeah but I don't think well I, I, I've not seen dunks sat on shelves particularly very there rare. might be the odd there might be the odd pair in the odd shop somewhere but Anyway, uh, moving on, anything else? Moving on. So we've given the, I mean, I say we, especially me, given the Lego Adidas collabs a fair bit of stick. Some of those shoes have been awful. But the collabs kind of flipping round and they're releasing an, a Lego Adidas superstar, right? Yeah. So what do you think? Have you seen this, Tess? I did, and I have to say, I think it's banging. 
I think they've really utilized the superstar shell to create these sort of the, the, the Lego pieces, just that they look like they're merging out of the shoe and I love the stripes. Oh yeah, no, I have to say, I think the detail on this and the subtleness was really quite special where we'd seen them going a little bit overboard and this sort of blue, red and yellow Lego bricks to the superstar. And it was almost like that shoe was meant to become a piece of Lego and I could see this made into a Lego shoe. So yeah, I'm, I'm on more for this. Danny? Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm a bit more unsure. I think if they'd have done it last year for 50 years as a superstar, brilliant. If Adidas and Lego hadn't done so much, if they'd only done those original ZX 8000s and then they brought the superstar out, I'd be like, brilliant. But they've done like the lesser, more GR shoes, you know, like the kiddies range and other bits you could pick up. And then there were the ZX 8000s maybe about a month ago or six weeks ago that came in every single colour. I think there's so much Adidas Lego stuff, it just doesn't feel special enough. Like, the, like those ZX8000s last year were like, oh wow, you've seen them Legos and now he's like Adidas times Lego and this is like the 10th version or whatever it is when, when you pick out all the little bits. It's Lego, which no, is no, no. just so good. No, I, I do get that. What I don't, what I, I can't understand is obviously, do you get a Lego shoe and then a pair of shoes? To what are they all in the same box? Because there's a Lego, there's a shoe actually made out of Lego, and then there's a shoe which looks like it's got Lego on, like Tess said, with the bits coming out. Are they, is that one pack, or do you have to buy separate bits? Or I don't know how they're going to release. But it's it's yeah. cool. I like Lego. I like Adidas, but I don't know. There's something I just think hmm, I'm not too bothered. I've got to say, I'm definitely with Tess on this one. I think they have rinsed the shoes, but to actually see a shoe as pure Lego, I think it's a great collab. And I just think it's brilliant. But it's, they're not all pure, it's not all pure Lego, is it? No, but it looks like it is. That's the thing. Whereas the other one, it had Lego accents. This actually looks like it was merged out of a piece of Lego. Uh, I get that. That looks like you've gone into the Lego shop and made the shoe. Yeah, I can see that as well. I actually want to. I'm trying to find another picture of them to look at. Um, well, what one is one is definitely pure Lego. I mean, Lego are selling it as one to wear, one to build. So does that mean it's like a left foot Lego and a right foot shoe? Sure it can't. Be. Or it must be a pair. You're going to hop around. Shoe. But there you go. The, you go. <laughs> in the pack there is a full Lego shoe which I think is the best bit of whatever they do with this so I think, yeah. it, I think it's a pair of superstars with the Lego toe box and an actual Lego superstar yeah and if you get that in one if you get that in one box and I think that's really that, that is really good are they going to sell them separately or, I don't know let's just see what happens yeah. uh, moving on Nike SB Gundam collaboration. So we've seen a lot of high tops this year, both obviously GR Dunks, SP Dunks and SB, another one. And obviously this is going to be a huge collab because it's got such a cult following as Gundam. Obviously it's got the Air Max 98 named after it way back. What do you reckon to these? 
Danny's shaking Freestyle his head. Disapproval. <laughs> I feel like I'm a, I feel like I'm a Debbie Downer this week, but yeah, I, I, I'm nah, not for me. The kind of, I think the, the tour box looks a bit weird and the swoosh is it's just too weird for me. I, I, I get it. I, I, I kind of understand like the collab and stuff, but it goes back to, I think I say something, I'm not going to say it all the time, but I often say it. Take away all the stuff around the shoe. What does the shoe look like? Without all the hype and the, 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 the elements to it around it, what does the shoe look like? It just looks a bit, it's way OTT. Tess, what do you reckon? Um, honestly, not my cup of tea. It's going to obviously fly off the shelves and sell on StockX really high. And actually the first thing I said to you when I saw them, Dan, was they look like Thing from the Fantastic Four. That's swoosh. And I, and I get it. They've, I think there's a playfulness. I think those the colorway is very, you know, it's bright. It's very summery. It's not my cup of tea, I must admit. I don't know if it feels too much like a, again, it's like, it feels like everything looks like a toy. Yeah, I mean, well, the program is basically toys. <laughs> yeah. It's a bit like Transformers. Uh, it? So it kind of is meant to be like a right. robot. <laughs> But for me, I don't know. I don't like it. You see, I'm gonna. I, I'm a bit on the fence with this shoe. I like the concept and I like the shoe for what it is. Is it something I'd be desperate to wear? No. But I think this shoe is a future classic SB. I think this shoe is one that you look back in ten years and people will remember this shoe. That's a big call. No, I, and I'm going to agree with that because I think it is. I think I think the design of it is really quite special, but it's not something I'm desperate to wear. Hmm. Just like, I mean, we, we don't want to go on too many tangents, but obviously Nike has been smashing it these past couple of years. What what shoe would you say is an absolute in ten years' time is going to be an absolute mega pair that people are going to want? What 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 is the shoe from the last two years? Or what's the sleeper shoe? We all know Chunky Dunkies and stuff like that, Travis Scott's. Can we think of something that's just been, mm, that's been all right, but then it's going to be like, oh my God, I wish I'd have picked those up. I think you might have to come back to the end of the podcast to hear the answers. I think this is going to take some thinking about. I know, put you on the spot a little bit. It's going to take me to sober up, thanks. <laughs> well, maybe we'll leave that for another one. Uh, I was like, that's a big question. I know it is, but it just made me think of it when you when you said it. That's uh, it's your own fault for uh, bringing it up. Um, okay, go on then. Next, next. Well, biggest guy in sneakers. I would touch on Travis Virgil, but it's got to be Kanye West, right? And this week or last week, he was seen wearing Nike. Now, obviously, it's just a bit of news. Not loads to talk about, but. Would you want to see Kanye come back to Nike? And, or would you want to see him redo any of his Nike shoes? I'm going to come to Tess first on this one because, obviously, Tess, you're a massive hype beast. You must love them Nike. <laughs> you know what? <laughs> I couldn't give a monkey's what Kanye West does. But I'm not a huge Yeezy fan, so I'd be interested to see what he came back to do with the swooshes, if I'm honest. 
I only have two pairs of Yeezys and I'm not even bothered by those. But <laughs> I think a lot of people shoot me by saying that. I, yeah, I think I, I'd love to see what he could do with Nike. I really would. And I think he's, he's you know, him and uh, Kardashian little split. There's a little bit of a change, changing it all up. It's like, you know, going from brunette to blonde. And maybe that's where he's going with it. Danny, what are you saying? I'm almost not bothered. Sounds bad. I like. <laughs> I just. I don't know. I've never got ye. I've never had a pair of Yeezys. I've never. When the Nike stuff came out, I wasn't really in the collecting stage, or certainly not in the buying stage. I kept an eye on trainers, but uh, I was. I just didn't have the disposable at the time to be, just be buying trainers. Uh, but but they were never my style anyway. The the Yeezys, the, the Nike Yeezys weren't my style. The Adidas Yeezys, not my style. I, I'm just almost. I'm obviously interested to see what he could do potentially, but I, I don't really, don't really care. To you cannot honest. disagree with the fact that he has brought something pretty unique to the forefront, whether you like it or not. Oh he is always pushing boundaries, and he's. I mean, look. I had, I had to quick had to quickly have a look at him and his Nikes. And I was like, I love his freaking outfit. He's wearing his Gap Yeezy puffer jacket in hot weather. He's got a full hood on over his face, which has got Jesus on it and holes. I have to say, I love the man because he is completely out there and he brings something massively individual. Whether you like a 350, whether you like aliens, 500s, whatever. I love the fact he brings something different to the table every time. And he was Nike Vandals, which is a massively underrated shoe. So Yeah, I love a Vandal. Oh, 100%. Yeah, I'll, give him, I'll give him props for wearing a pair of Vandals. But I'm just yeah, like that, those fan. Vandals. You know those Vandals, they were, they were was it 500 on StockX. They've gone up to 1,000. And then I saw, I had a quick look, size 10 of 14,000 now. Dollars. Crazy. How much, is, how much are the OG silver pair going for? Because I've still got a dead stock pair. Have you actually the 1985 ones? No. Just the OG With the red? Oh. Just one from a few yeah. years ago that went into sale. <laughs> but talking of people coming back to brands, Jeremy Scott is returning to Adidas. What do we make of this? And are you a fan? Talk to Danny because he's Adidas. I just thought I've got something. I'm going to watch the uh, football. <laughs> I've got yeah. something on my face then. <laughs> on the screen. Uh, again, I don't know. I'm just not. <sighs> I've not Danny, even seen. Danny's on a downer today. All the I'm news not... is underwhelming for Danny. Absolutely, it's just none of my like. It's just nothing that's tickled my fancy. I don't know. Can I just say, I think we should have done this. We need to have done this podcast with him sitting as Yaris. He might have been a little bit more excitable then. I mean, yeah. yeah. Oh, look at that face. Oh, he, oh, now Danny's smiling so much. I swear. We'd have gone, Adidas, Yeezy, and you've gone, yay! And he's got I'm his new car and doesn't it. care about trainers anymore. 
I actually, no. you know, I did say th I did say, I did joke to somebody before. I was like, I don't give. A, who cares about trainers anymore? I've got a new car. I'm not interested in another pair of trainers for the whole year. It was Jojo, Jojo the bee maker. You know, what about the power uh, the power SB dunks? I was like, well, obviously I'm gonna need power SB dunks. But yeah, new car. But uh, no, I've not seen the news, so I don't really know what, what what's he gonna do back at Adios. I don't know. So his first shoe that he's doing is a forum high, and I think there's about five colours. Again, too many colours, but the forum's getting obviously a big push this year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But do Adidas really need to go back and? Do Jeremy Scott stuff again? It feels mm, not like it's been done and people are past it. Yeah. It'd be like it's like the Pharrell stuff now. It's not like it's not it's just stuff. It's just Adidas product. It's nothing special now. I think that's how it will be received, personally. And last bit of news, and we'll come to the test first for the opinion on this. Billy Eilish collab with Air Jordan what do we Are you me what because I'm a girl yeah that's right <laughs> <laughs> it was the short I feel like you put me in a box <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> look I had a quick look yeah I, I like what she's doing I suppose I just don't want to wear no I think it's going to sell. It's going to sell really well, but not my demographic. And I think, you know, it's interesting how she's changed her persona. She had that sort of black hair, the green hair, and now it's sort of more of the creamy, peachy tones, which is how her hair and her look has changed. And I like that. So she's, she's growing up and emerging as an artist. And I think it's great she's been given this opportunity. I would definitely not wear something of Billie Eilish all over it, but I definitely think it's going to fly off the shelves to a younger female what about you daddy would you wear it well because i wouldn't wear it first off because it's a jordan one ko and it's not the best shoe it may, may be in the chicago colorway but lime green but what i would say with billy eilish and this shoe it seems like she's done a shoe true to herself it seems like it's a shoe that she would genuinely want to wear and for that reason i kind of rate her for it i don't think she's tried to please people yeah. No, I agree. I think it, it, it. I think it really does look like her, and even that all the garms. I think everything about it. That's what I'm saying. It does definitely represent her. It's. I suppose she's just not my idol, my hero. I think you probably know two of her songs, so it's not my cuppa. But I can see Roy. What about Maddie? Um, again, she would. She's a Billy fan. I don't think she'd wear that shoe. Okay. Why? Just too too loud, too plain. You know, it's just full one colour. I think it'll it'll sell, no doubt about it. But I don't know anyone personally that I think is going to be after it. Unless Danny's going to surprise us here. Do you know what? I think this is the best bit of news. I think it's brilliant. I think the shoe's great. And maybe because we've just spoke about my Yaris, so now I'm feeling on a bit of a high. But I genuinely think, I genuinely think it is a true representation of her as a person. And I think that it's an authentic collaboration. I think she's done so much these past couple of years. I think it's great that she's got, for such a young artist, to get 
young female. I think everything about it is brilliant. All right, I probably won't wear the shoe myself, but for what it is, I think it blows anything else we've talked about out of the water, to be honest. Well done, Billy, for getting that collaboration. And that is it for this week's news. It was quite a long one, quite a, a big chat on the old news this week, which is good. Yeah, there was, there was quite a bit of news, wasn't there? So I guess the, the only other bit of news I saw, which we haven't actually put in the news, but is going to be a part of what we talk about today, is the, the thing with Offspring this week, and do you need a box, and them giving the shoes out without a box, and it has just completely exploded on social media about all this. So how do we feel about... How do you feel about that? Uh, I'm going to go to Dan first, actually. So, giving uh, giving the shoes or selling the shoes, but keeping the box and destroying the boxes. What are we saying about that? So, it's a, it's a tough one, right? Because I see what they're trying to do. They're trying to send a message, whether it's true or not, that they don't want to sell to resellers. I think they want people to put the shoe on foot. So I can see where they're coming from with that. However, I don't think it should be done. I don't think it's the right way to go about it. And personally, I wouldn't want a shoe without a box because I think it's part of the product, especially when you're buying a limited product where a designer's gone, to, you know, they've taken their time and designed the box specifically. And the way I keep my shoes, like I'm sure a lot of people do, is stacked in boxes, whether it's a GR Air Max 1 from however long ago or, you know, something hyped, it's still in the box. But they tried something new. People didn't like it. <laughs> um, and I personally wouldn't like it. But what I always say when people do this is you don't have to buy that shoe. So if I didn't want to buy that shoe because it didn't have a box, I wouldn't. nobody's forcing me to buy that shoe. No, I, I agree on that. Uh, Tess, what, what, what were we saying, the initial thoughts on, um, on the box? box well, gate? Are we going to call it Boxgate? Boxgate. Uh, look, as far as I'm concerned, the box is part of the shoe. That's the only way I store my shoes because I don't have shoe racks. But I've kind of been putting it all into context and you've missed a post this evening with Offspring actually apologising. So... If you put it into context, what they did is they offered um, uncollected pairs in a first-come, 1st serve way, saying, okay, you can have this hype shoe, you can have one pair in your size per person, but you're going to have no box. So you had a choice. You could buy that shoe, you could have had, it could have possibly been a Dra Travis one, it could have been a fragment, it could have been whatever. If you want that shoe, go and take that shoe, that, that, that comes without a box. And I think the problem is, is that obviously with social media, when you see this photograph of shoes, boxes being crushed, I think if you take it out of that context and think, wow, this person has just had the opportunity to purchase something they probably never would have done. For me, that actually does give it a different context. If you told me I could have bought a shoe and I wasn't going to get the box, I'd have been slightly pissed off. But when I hear that, I kind of think I get what they're doing. But it obviously caused a huge furore. A lot of people were un unhappy. And they've gone and said, we've made a mistake. We shouldn't have done this. Um, and we apologise. 
I don't think it warrants an apology. I think it was it was worth a shot. Um, things work sometimes. Things don't work, but it is what it is. But I think actually, it was what a cool and amazing opportunity for those people that walked in first come first asked and bagged a bit of hype. Good on them. Yeah, that, that's where I that's where I am a little bit with it because if you know you're not going to get the box, then then you don't be going down and be kicking off that you're not getting the box. I think quite I think quite a lot of the staff got a bit of um, a bit of abuse thrown at them because they were saying no, you're not having the box. But surely people who were going down there should have known you're not going to get the box because that was part of the deal if, to come down get a shoe you can pick one but you're not going to get the box with it. So first of all, you, you know that straight away. So, and, and Osprey do try and do different things. You know, I kind of like the way Osprey operate. I'm not, nobody's perfect. And I'm sure they hold their the hands up and say, not everything they do is perfect. Like, well, they've just apologised for what they've done. But I don't know. I kind of give them prop for trying to do something different. And, and they've just missed the mark a little bit on this one. Um, why? I think for abuse, that was never warranted. That was absolutely oh, never warranted at all in any situation like this. I think that's actually disgraceful. And the thing was... And that shows a lot about the character. I mean, yeah. they, they did it, obviously, in one start. It was just in Selfridges, London. And the abuse kind of turned into a meme. And it went absolutely worldwide. They were everywhere. So it was absolutely everywhere. Like, obviously, because people care about trainers don't they but the image and the video of the person the member of staff who was just doing his job at the end of the day or her job was obviously jumping and crushing the boxes like I say it went global now I don't think I think obviously like I say it wouldn't be my choice of way to buy a shoe I would much rather have the box obviously like I'm sure most people would but I don't think Ospring should have or needed to apologize because I think their intentions were fair. And at the end of the day, it's their product and nobody's forced to buy it. Yeah, I, I get that. I don't know. I'm, I'm, I'm constantly swaying back and forth. Obviously, we mentioned we were going to talk about this. So I have been thinking about it a little bit. Like, why, why, why do it to, to not get resellers? But... I don't know if you're going to get if you're going to give them the opportunity. You could just say, "Come down, you're not going to get the box," and then to to stop people going, "Oh, well, I'm not going to that's, get the box." That's exactly what they said, though. They said it's first come, first served. You're going to have this shoe in your size. Do you want it? But it comes no box. So, and that, but, but I'm sorry, just before, just so let me just because I didn't quite finish. I like that's great, and I think that's brilliant. That gets the right people down there because resellers are going to go, "Well, I don't want it without the box. I need the box to flip it." and to resell it. So you're going to get the right people down there in the first place. So when the people turn up, why don't you just give them the box? What do you think the problem though is that they didn't, that the boxes were actually crushed in front of the customers. It was like done on the shop floor as almost, it was like a show. Maybe yeah, if it wasn't, they would have never been point. kick off about them actually doing it. If they'd have just brought the pair out of the back, said, there you go, do you want to try them on? Who tries them on anyway? I don't even know who tries a pair. Because when you win a pair of trainers at Offspring, you go and you collect them. Who tries them on and goes, oh, sorry, these don't fit. <laughs> Can I have a different size? Does that ever happen, actually? I don't even know. Does it? 
you can't do because they've got all the shit. You're not allowed to. Rolling. You're not allowed to try them on. No. You're not allowed to try them ah. on. No, you what? don't try them on. Out. So you can only try them on once you've bought. But then you could just take them back, obviously, if you didn't want yeah, them. Yeah, of course. Yeah, they're allocated, aren't they? All the sizes are allocated, really. So yeah, you can try them on after you purchase them, and then take them back, essentially. But yeah, I think if they got we got if they got them out of the back and said, "There's your pair," and then you just took them and you didn't actually ever see the box, and it wasn't just crushed in front of you, then I suppose that's different. That might have softened the blow a little bit. So m moving from offspring a little bit, obviously we've seen retailers try this kind of thing before. So we've had um, people like Atmos in Japan where they say, you know, you, if you're coming to buy this Jordan 1 that's releasing, you have to wear a Jordan 1 in the queue to show that or if it's a LeBron, you've got to wear a LeBron in the queue or a Safari shoe, you've got to wear a Safari. We've had stores where they make you put the shoes on and walk out the store or do something silly like do a press up in the shoe to make sure it's worn and it's creased. What do you think, where do you think the line is or what do you think is next? Or do you think that they just, you don't need to stop resellers buying shoes because they should just be entitled to a shoe like everyone else? Yeah, I mean, it's really hard isn't it? because if you, if you're, a if all of a sudden it's like you can get, you don't have to do any of the, those things to, you know, if you're going to, I'm getting muddled up here, but the retailers, every retailer wants the shoes to get to the people who are going to wear them. Is that fair? There can't be many people out there who go, no, I want to feed that resale game and I want to give them no. to retailers to flip. I don't no, think but I think the middle ground where some retailers don't actually care, but they try and show, they're trying to put on a bit of a show that they don't want them to go to resellers. But they... Retailers know that resellers get their shoes. Yeah, but I've lost my train of thought again. <sighs> um, but if, if they do want to stop, you know, if they want people to get the shoes and wear them, then how, how do you go about that without causing this kind of fuss that was caused this week? So I'm going to just change it up ever so slightly. Do you not think these past five years where it's just been nuts on trainers and raffles and people queuing and the whole hype, do you not think, do you not think the right answer would have been found somehow? Because no one's getting it quite. Well, my, my point to that would be maybe the answer is why are you trying to stop resellers? Because it's not just a something in sneakers that is, you know, where resale culture is big. Can you imagine if people who buy Rolex watches, loads of resellers buying Rolex watches, they wait for them for eight months, two years sometimes to get that watch to flip it. Imagine if they went to collect their Rolex paying 10 grand and they crushed the box in front of them. Mm. Like you, just, you just don't see it. Obviously, it's... It's huge within sneakers at the minute. There's loads and loads and loads of resellers and it is massive, but you don't see it anywhere else. No, I suppose the, the, the flip side would be concert tickets where they've stopped or they've tried really hard to stop that flip on, con on concert tickets, like going to gigs and things like that. 
like what did Glastonbury do one year? And I know it's slightly different, but they were putting all these measures in to try and make sure, well, when you got your ticket, you had to take ID down and that was you for, to get, you know, and you couldn't flip the ticket and you couldn't sell the ticket to anybody else because it had your name and your ID on it and things like that. But that's something that's there and then. So Tess, how would you feel if, let's say we did that with sneakers and when you went to collect your next big win, your name and date of birth was stamped on the inside of the shoe. Would you be for that? Being not a reseller, obviously, or would you still be annoyed? Stamped in my shoe or written on my box? Inside. In, inside the shoe. I, I wouldn't give a monkey's, in all honesty. I mean, the thing is, is that I suppose if, you know, I do fall out of love with shoes and they will find another home, but the ones that are my core loves and quite frankly if they found another home and it had my name in it i wouldn't care either so i think i suppose i haven't got that sort of that mentality and i i do believe that the the reseller part of it is kind of hand in hand with sneakers it always has been and we can fight against it all we like but you know there are consumers there are resellers there are retailers and we're all benefiting from this amazing product and I, I, I don't give it too much thought or concern in all honesty, but I do like my box. I've, had, I've actually bought the box and it got someone else's name on it, actually. And I don't care either. I think for me, if, if the reseller gets the pair in such a fair way that it's the same for everybody and they get their pair and everyone gets their pair and everyone has the same opportunity to get that pair of trainers... I'm not mad at that. I'm mad at if there's if people are backdooring twenty pairs of trainers to their mate who's going to flip it. That that's a different level. But if they say if if there's a reseller who's putting the same amount of effort as me to get the pair, then you can't be mad at that, surely. Oh, I'm no, mad. but at the same time, like like we just said about offspring, obviously trying this to stop resellers getting these shoes i can only presume that they they're trying to stop resellers they say they want the shoes to go to people that are going to wear them so i don't think at the same time people can be mad for them trying something new even though it maybe wasn't a success no i'm not mad at them trying and and, and i'm not mad at them apologizing for i think they've got it so wrong i think it's quite big of them to kind of go oh sorry guys we we might have just misjudged the mark a little bit here but I guess instead of just doing the same old, same old, mixing it up and doing other little things, what would you do, Dan, as a as next store manager? What have you ever thought about this when you're at work? What would what would you do? Yeah, I mean, we we had chats quite a lot. Obviously, you you definitely don't want to. You you definitely rather your product as a, as a store manager, you'd rather your personal product go to somebody who is genuinely going to wear it. But at the same time. I do think everybody should be treated fairly. Um, see a lot of stores at the minute saying you can only buy your size, you know, things like that. But it's it, it's a real tough one, and it's I don't think it's an easily solved thing. Because I know I've been into stores to get pairs for friends, even family, and if I was told, oh, you know, you can't buy that size because it's not for you, and I'm trying to get a pair for my mum, you know, who's not going to go into the store on a launch day. 
it's not ideal, you know, but yeah. it's a real tough one. And like you say, I think if there was a, a perfect answer, we probably would have found it by now. Yeah, I, I hate the I hate the size thing because I love like hooking people up or getting trainers for other people, which is great if you're a seven and a half or an eight and you can have another pair of my size and like people who benefit off that. But if I want to get a pair for somebody else or like pairs for the kids, trying to get like Harry a pair of dunks because he's at that age now where he and obviously he sees me wearing SB dunks and he's a size four and a half into a five now so they do make them that small and, I, and it's impossible to get them because or, or anything like that because you've got to be it's got to be your size I guess it's a bit rubbish isn't it but yeah. yes, anything to finish off the bottle of wine <laughs> I knew, I knew <laughs> she was saying, oh, I'm half a bottle in, there's a half a bottle left. Happy days. Because oh, my glass is always awful. Oh my God. How can we mute this? No, but can I just say, Dan, I think you got it, I, I think you got it right. If, if, it was, if there was the perfect answer, it would be found by now by somebody. There's everybody's, lots of people are looking at this. And, and so I guess we've just got to uh, got to roll with the punches and then see what see what comes on each release. I guess. No, my thoughts. Um, have we got any releases this week? Let's move on to something that might be. Yes, we have got a few releases this week, and we'll start with one that I thought you would be excited about, Danny, and you'll know exactly why. And it's the Nike SB. It's an issued wear pair with Magnus Walker. Yes. So, a local guy, I believe he was born in Sheffield, right? Yeah, I don't know exactly where Magnus Walker's from, to be I, honest. I think he's born in Sheffield. I'm sure he lives in the States now, but I think he is born in Yorkshire, so that's nice. Yeah, yeah. there's a couple of guys, well, obviously I'm a massive car fan, there's a couple of guys out in the States who retro mod uh, old Porsches, so there's, the, there's Magnus Walker, um, and there's a guy called uh, Rob Dickinson who does Singer 911s. If you've seen a Singer 911, and they're they're from Yorkshire both, and they're both out in like California making these incredible Porsches. Um, but Magnus so Walker, this shoe, Danny, should be right up your street. Oh, it should be. It should be. I mean, Porsche, Nike SB, everything about it screams. Boristino wants a pair, but. I don't know what it is. There's something about it where I think I couldn't. So if, right, if I collected trainers to put on display, I would get a pair. 100%. I'd get a pair to put them on the display somewhere and, and, and put them maybe with like some of the Lego Porsche stuff that we've got and, and that kind of, but I don't. I wear every single pair of trainers that I get. I just can't see me wearing that pair with, the numbers on and I don't know, there's just something that just, I don't want to say, I'm, I'm going to use the word childish, but then obviously I wear Ben and Jerry ice creams on my feet. So that don't quite marry up. But do you know what I mean about that? Like it's all, it's just something. I, I don't think I could, is, is it 277, the number around the bottom? I just, I don't know. I think if you took the number, I don't know. What do you Go reckon, Seth? Yes. I think we'll get a different opinion. I, I, 
think he doesn't like it because it's a high and it makes him look really stumpy. <laughs> Do you know what though? Like one of my favourite <laughs> pairs, one of my favourite pairs were the to Duncan's from last year. I think if a high is executed brilliantly, then I'm all over it. It's not the fact it's a high. I That's think even nice as pair. a, I think even as a low, I wouldn't have gone for them. Like the wear away. Oh, I like them. I want to see them torn away, though. I want to see the gold. Have you seen it? Not completely. It's got gold underneath. Yeah, I've seen them. Well, Magnus's pair that he's been wearing, he's he's kicked them to death a little bit, hasn't he? And he's he's uh, he's got a battered pair. I don't know if he's actually done it or if someone's done it and he's just modelling them. But um, yeah, I'd wear them. I have to say, I would wear them. Yeah, and what I'd say is for some people, they could really pull them off. I just don't think I could pull them off, to be honest. I just don't think they're in my kind of style. Dan? Yeah, I mean, I, I, I don't know. I, I, it's, it's a tough one because I see what they're trying to do with it. I think it's a little bit too much going on. I agree they look better worn. Um, I like the plaid like lining, but... To be honest, I'm not a huge fan of deconstructed shoes. So it's rare that I like a deconstructed, you know, a deconstructed shoe anyway. Um, I do think that the worn pair looks much better, but it's just one of them that's just not for me, really. I'd I'd like to see a pair in hand, but again, it's very rare I like a deconstructed shoe. Not a big fan of the perforated side panel. The, the logos on the side next to the swoosh as well. It's a bit too, you know, with the swoosh, it's a bit too much branding. I don't hate it, but I certainly don't love it. No. Uh, there's, there's still part of me that thinks, should I just try and get a pair? Will I, for, will, will I be like, will that be like one of those pairs? I know we said about before, like the cult status pairs in years to come. Is that going to be one of those where you think, oh, no. I've had in years to no, but you don't know, do you? Because it's one of those where we're not bothered about it and then in, down the line, you might think, oh, I wish I'd got a pair of those. Yeah, honest, honestly, I thought you would be all over this shoe, Danny. I know you don't go for many highs. I thought this would be one that would be your taste. Oh, Danny, you're telling me I need to buy a pair. Is that what you're trying to do? Is that what you're doing to me? Well, I'll leave it. We'll leave it. Find out what happens on the next episode. Of- <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'll just... Yeah, leave it uh, uh, the next episode of Dan ruins Danny. <laughs> yeah. Whoa, whoa, whoa! That that sounds completely wrong. Just... Oh, no. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Dan... I thought you were... Dan ruins Danny's. Oh, forget it. I thought yes. you were going to bring up Danny doing another one eighty, which he's getting quite famous for. Yeah, what's with that? Everyone's like, <laughs> I mean, the one eighty thing is just, yeah, it's just mad. But yeah, no, fun. everyone, everyone should be entitled to change their mind, and sometimes you do need to see a shoe multiple times or even in hand oh my god yeah i mean yeah how how can you not change your mind when you get some things in hand it's just and sometimes it, it goes the other way you think oh i really really want this and then you get it and you think mm, yeah it's not as good as i thought it was going to be or the, or the flip like i like and i'll hold my hands up with the p rods i thought mm, i want too sure about them but when you get them in hand and you see all the different materials, and it's things you just can't pick up on just off pictures. Do you know, I know that one of the bits that Tess really likes, the, the brown leather on the inside. You, you can't see that detail, or you can't appreciate that detail off pictures when you've got them in hand. 
Oh, I'm going to get a pair. <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> um, two, two big New Balance releases this week. So one has already been released just through Paperboy, and that's the Paperboy 992. And then there's the Salehi Bembury 2002, his uh, second shoe now with New Balance after the orange one last year, which was brilliant as well. What do we reckon to these? Tess? Oh, oh, that's the turquoise blue one. I really rate that. So, yeah, the turqu turquoise blue is the Salehi Bembury one, which is Yeah, amazing. I like I that. I really the, rate that shoe. Be Like Water, um, great shoe. The orange one last year was, was it last year or the start of this year? That was brilliant as well. I think it was last uh, year. 2020, it says. Uh, no, I have to say, I wasn't so keen on that. But this year's one, I would definitely, definitely would be putting that on my feet. Love it, love it, love it, love it. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm with the blue pair, actually. This uh, So I'm with the orange pair. I think orange trainers just work for me. And I think the, the ones from last year are nicer than this year's ones. And the Did you get them, though? Would I buy them? No. Mm. I, wouldn't buy, I wouldn't buy them. Oh, did I get them last year? Are you asking Either. me, did I get them? No, I didn't Did get you them get them last before. year? Would you buy them this year if you could? No. They're just, uh, they're just not something I'd wear, to be honest, if I'm being brutally honest. I went I to still... them, took an L, and I would, I would even buy them with a crush box. <laughs> That's the uh, well tied in. Ah. Uh... Oh, you're what so do, cute when you get excited, Dan. <laughs> what do you reckon gonna, to the Paperboy 992? I, I'm going to throw something out there. I've said this before. New Balance. Uh, quality is there. Everything about it is there. I really hate the N. Branding just an N on the side of your shoe. I don't, I've always thought it's been a bit strange. So I could, I've never bought a pair of New Balance. And one of the reasons why is because I think I, I'm not, I don't like the N branding on the side of the shirt. I know it's weird, but I'll probably never buy a pair of new ones as much as I appreciate the construction and the materials and all that. I just don't think I, that, that N has always put me off ever since I was a kid. I just don't think I could get past it. Yeah. I mean, you can't help what you like. Yeah. 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 But I think, I think the 992's had such a massive year and this, this Paperboy collab will be a big one. Again, it'll be super limited to get hold of. And it's a fried egg themed shoe. What's not to love about that? Yeah, yeah, it's cool. <laughs> cool. Quite simple, but nicely executed is what I'd say. Tess, what do you reckon to the 992? Yeah, no. I like it's subtle. I think it's very subtle and it's very clean. I'm not going to be jumping all over it, but yeah, I appreciate it. It'll definitely fly off the shelves, and I'll definitely see it around Soho. And we have saved the biggest release for the end. People have been waiting for this for 40 years. Size exclusive, Omega Flame. I mean, what, Danny? I'm going to come to you because this is this is a huge release. I know a lot of people who wouldn't even normally buy a Nike shoe these days will be going after this shoe like crazy. That is what I would say. I have been, I cannot remember a shoe 
where I have been hit up so much to say, when are these Nike Amiga Flames coming out? And, and I'm talking about not even just like people into sneakers, sneakerheads, people on Instagram. I've got people at work in the office going, oh my God, I've seen them Nike Amiga Flames are coming back out. I've not seen those for years. I'm like, oh, he says, oh, do you reckon you can get me a pair? I was like, do you know how hard it's going to be to try and get a pair? I don't know how many pairs there are. I don't know if it's 1,500, 2,000, 3,000. I don't know how many pairs size I'm making. But I've just had to say to people, all you need to do is get to the store as early as you can. So no matter where you are, it's first come, first serve. So no matter, so like one of the guys, obviously he's in York where he lives. Just get to York size as early as possible and, and see if you can get a pair. And don't be disappointed if you can't because there'll be loads of people trying to get these. Um, fantastic release. Bizarrely, I'm not actually that bothered myself to have a pair because I don't think I'd wear them that much. So I'm more than happy to not have a pair so somebody who can have a pair will get a pair. But yeah, the Adidas boys have just gone absolutely bananas for these. Uh, you know, yeah, I think cool. this is the kind of shoe they were wearing before Adidas though, wasn't it? Well, this was like the original Terra shoe. People yeah. think te the te Terra shoes are uh, Adidas suede City Series, but when people didn't wear those to the football back in the day. It's kind of like a mythical type of thing. The wall, this kind of stuff. As far as I'm aware, I want around, you know, I was born in 82. So Tess, what do I, you're old enough. Were, were they wearing these to the football when you were a kid? Football? Kid? <laughs> what? I'm joking. But what do you think? What are you talking about? A, I don't watch football. B, no. See, <laughs> um, I think they're lovely shoe. UK size six, please. Ooh. Are you into them, Tess? I did not know if they were your thing. Yeah, you know, they're really not my cup of tea, but you know, I love a bit of ombre. You know, I love a bit of colour. It's and it is a really classic shoe. I like the nylon and the suede detail. So, yeah, I would. Definitely don those. I think I think they're I think they're quite a special too as well. I do. Yeah. But, um, so if you can if you can link me up, UK size six. Hmm. I don't think UK size six. They're definitely a special shoe. I don't think there's many shoes that have this kind of status in sneaker culture, especially with the older guys, because you know, obviously, 38 years since this shoe was released originally, and. I'm going to get some hate for this, but it's basically, it's just a Pegasus. Now, what other shoe is going to be chased like this, where you can, you can get a Pegasus any day you want. You can go on the internet and buy a Pegasus. Yeah, yeah. This particular colorway, with mythical status, there's not been anything like it for so long. Mm. You're basically taking a Pegasus and making it into a unicorn. Wow. Pretty much. Somebody did say something though. I did. I did see online people saying, "Has it, has it, um, like, has the hype grown so much around it, and because of the internet, has made this shoe into even more than what it was?" So then, there's people like completely jumping on the hype train about this shoe because I knew about it, but I'm not. I'm not going to lie. Like, only 
only the past, I don't know, maybe since it was muted about coming back out, have I properly learned like how, how many people were into this shoe. I, I never really, I knew about it, but I didn't think it was that much of a big deal until it's got to the point of coming out. And is, that, is it the internet and people online bigging it up so much that it's just become like ridiculous? I can't, I can't work it out, to be honest. Yeah, I mean, that's that's nostalgia. yeah, and I love that, that it's nostalgia for people. And I think it was one of the first shoes where, because it's so eye-catching, it was one of the first shoes that had that kind of myth status where people saw it in the 80s and couldn't get it again. So when if you grew up in that time and you saw those shoes, you can imagine for that time period, they were incredible. And to, to have to wait this long. That's why I do think it's amazing that size of, got this retro done and for people who you know those older sneakerheads that have probably wanted this shoe for decades that'll be amazing to see those guys get this shoe yeah yeah definitely and is that are we uh, wrapping up the uh, the releases on that yep that's all save the best till last absolutely um so we come to the point of the podcast where we uh, where we need to drop a code word uh into the uh into the podcast and i think we have to use the word box gate so if you get to the point of the pop in the podcast and you've got this far congratulations and if you can beat sean to the actual code word this week because i think sean is on such a long streak i've run out of fingers and toes to count it on um drop the word box gate in the instagram post uh, on at the sneaker annex and, uh, and and see if you can uh, beat Sean to it. Um, anything else to add this week? Because it's been quite a long podcast, actually. I'm just looking at the time that's been ticking by. Um, Dan, we got anything else to just to finish on? It's coming home. That's all that needs to be said. It's coming home. Tess, is it coming home? Do I care? <gasps> oh my goodness. Oh my, we, we can oh, mute Tess. Says the man who's been playing rugby. Says the man who's been playing rugby. So no, don't even go there. What, what, what are you saying about my rugby playing? Are you saying I can't play rugby? You should be playing football. You should be playing football. I, I, no, I can't play football. I mean, we're going off piece. This way is football season. Podcast. But for, I was playing rugby on Monday night and I was supposed to be playing football on Wednesday night. But I got injured playing rugby. I play both. I think that, no, I thought it was because you were hungover. No, I got injured because I was hungover. Thank you. <laughs> That's what it was. And that was, <laughs> and that was because of the football, if we're going to tie it all back in. Right. Anyway, on it that note. Back home. <laughs> on that note, thanks for listening, guys. Uh, and we'll hopefully we'll get one in next week. Peace.